Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. There is this guy, uh, Don Croft. He has a beautiful quote I want to read for you. The quote is, The world order is only parasitic, so there's no reason to fear them. We are the ones in charge, and it only takes a few people of conscience focusing on the solutions to turn problems to turn things around. And Don unfortunately passed away, but a lot of this, I want to start pushing out this technology and information and letting people know there, there is a way to fight back. There really is. It's not that hard. It takes, it takes some knowledge. Just take some fucking time. Sit down, do some research. There's a lot of people out there who've done a lot, spent their whole entire lives pushing things and being fighting suppression their whole entire lives. What's up, everybody? Threw you a little curveball at the intro there. Putting a quote. I've seen some shows do that in the past. Um, I wanted to do that because we, you know, we were behind a paywall. This kid said something that it seemed like he wanted everybody to hear. Um, and he's a, a good guy. So I wanted to share that message and, um, I'm not doing this intro to plug my stuff. You guys know where to find me. The links are in the show notes. Uh, I like getting into the action quicker after, you know, going back and listening to some shows and, and realizing how much plugging goes on all the time. It's frustrating as a listener. So, um, I will just say, check out his work, you know, check out the, the show notes for the links for, um, this young dude that's out here trying to spread positivity and uh, trying to run a business. You can enter the promo code danger over there, get 10% off on your organite. Um, and then I get a 10% kickback. It's kind of cool. So let's roll right into it. We had a fun conversation. This is Isaac from organite. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of dangerous world podcast here. Excited to talk about something that I really don't know anything about. Um, if you listen to Upstate Unconventional, you're familiar with Nico, and he's talked about the subject quite a bit. Obviously, you as a listener, you know what we're talking about because the name of the episode, and it relates to Organite uh, or Oregon. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Again, I'm going to learn a lot here, and I'm going to be asking a ton of questions. But I have here Isaac from Organite, based out of Oregon, um, doing some pretty interesting stuff, man. I've seen some of the things that you create. And I've looked a little bit into the technology and it sounds goofy. It sounds like out of like woo wooey, but there's something to it. Like there really is legitimately something to it. So as someone that doesn't really get into like the new age stuff and, and like I said, the woo wooey type things, I have an open mind with this man. And I know a lot of my audience will too. Um, but I'll shut up for a little bit. I, I'll let you introduce yourself, you know, plug anything that you want people to know about. And then, uh, and then I, I'm excited to learn some stuff, man. So thanks for coming on, Isaac. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, my name is Isaac Lazella. I started this business called Organite in the last nine months or so. And I have slowly been researching more and more into this technology known as Orgone Energy. At least in the last hundred years, that's what it's been known as. The thing is, is Orgone energy, which is the energy that is powering all of the universe, but it is also a, um, it is set into two specific type of energies. You have positive Orgone energy, and then you have deadly Orgone radiation. And these two energies are also just known as like positive and negative energies in normal terms, but it, you break it down into like an emotional level or a different vibrational level of like bad vibes, good vibes, like all of those things are trying to describe this same scientific concept that is orgone energy. 
So I, yeah, I've been developing this business that uh, uses this technology called Organite. Organite, all, all it is, is it can be any shape, anything. All it has to be is a 50% mix of resin and steel or copper or any different type of metal. And different type of metals will have different effects on the type of energy that's emitted from it. But if you're on the video right here, this is an Organite pyramid that I actually got out of the batch just today. And so this is a scale model of the Pyramid of Giza. And this pyramid is emitting positive orgone energy and it is sucking out deadly negative orgone energy from everything around it in the environment at all times. So it's basically like a battery that's emitting positive energy and taking negative energy away. I've heard of people using this kind of stuff too for like uh like what like to counter the weather manipulation mm-hmm. that's going mm-hmm. on. Like you know all the chemtrails and things like that. Yeah, for sure. It's that's also one of the many uses of organite. So the uh the pioneer of orgone energy um, the guy who coined the name was named Dr. Wilhelm Reich. I looked um, into he, him today, man. Yeah. I wanted to prepare a little bit. And yeah, he's an interesting character, man. Yeah, he has a bunch of history, also a lot of misinformation about him. So um, the main thing that I want people to know is he started out as like a psychiatric therapist. And he started to develop this theory called armoring. And this theory of armoring was saying that when you're talking to a client on the who's on the table or whatever, and you're going through uh, in a psych, um, like a if he was a therapist, so he's talking to his clients. Sure. Um, while they were going through the different traumas that they were experiencing, they'd physically begin to tense up when talking about sensitive subjects. And he would note this and realize that depending on the type of thing that they're talking about, there would be armors or different blockages that were present in the body that he could physically work out with massaging or with different physical therapies to help people work that area that and bring awareness to it and get rid of those energetic blockages and eventually he started realizing this whole entire thing was this giant cosmic energy he called orgone energy which was the uh it's the energy that all organisms are made of it's so there's a balance between positive and negative energy and so this and so um he developed these orgone accumulators which would accumulate the negative energy and so you would be filled with positive energy instead and his one issue with his orgone accumulators is that he would build up a bunch of negative energy and the only thing that he had in his devices was just layers of steel and plywood in like a box. So imagine a box. And so you have layers of organic and inorganic elements. So it would be like a layer of steel wool and then a layer of plywood. And then it would stack up in this layer and it would, uh, the plywood would attract this negative energy in the um, uh, steel or the, no, the plywood, sorry, would attract the energy. And then the steel would like repel it. And it would create this weird, different like vibrational thing that would pull the energy out of you. So he made these rooms and these different tower busters and cloud busters that people would stick up in the sky. And it was this same different layer of inorganic and organic elements. And you'd stick them up in the atmosphere and you'd see clouds completely disappear. And he actually brought rain back to the Death Valley in Arizona for the first time in 50 years when he spent like three months there. Wow. And he, it was a televised appearance and everything. And then he shortly died after that. But. Yeah, of course, because it sounds like he had some his hands on some kind of technology that oh, totally the powers that be didn't really want out there. So, yeah, yeah it's interesting, man. I looked into to, uh, Wilhelm Reich. 
Um, you say that there's some misinformation out there about him. I mean, is there, I, I just kind of want to hear some of the negative stuff cause I barely got to look into him, but yeah. what's the narrative about the guy? So the narrative is that he's a sex pervert who is all about the energy of the orgasm. And that's all he cared about in his research and tried to touch his clients and stuff and have sexual experiences. The problem mm-hmm. is, is that people don't realize that he was really focused on how sexual energy and the lack of sexual, you can say sexual health in a relationship of an adult causes negativity within a relationship or within your life. You start downward spiraling if you're not having like a healthy physical relationship with your partner or something like that. His parents, um, he actually had a very, very sad upbringing as a child. Um, when he was, he was in a, like a, a really large mansion type home with his mom his father and his brother uh growing up he wasn't allowed to go to school he had a tutor come in every single day and one day when he was like 15 i think he walked in on his mother doing it with the tutor mm-hmm. and uh having an affair with with the tutor and he told her his father about it who then confronted his mother and then her mother killed herself out of grief and then the father guilt stricken with grief as well and eventually killed himself as well and so he was his background before going into all of this sexual or psychotherapy in his career was based on the fact that both of his parents killed themselves because he told his dad about an affair that his mom was having and so he goes into this whole entire experience thinking hey this is the major type of issue that people have which there are a multitude of different type of emotional issues people have it's not purely sexual in my opinion sure. i think there's a lot of different things people can have going on with them but one of the things could definitely be that sexual issue and, and it so, manifests yeah. in different ways right like you're not necessarily exactly. a pervert um just because you have some I, I think that the term you're using is sexual repression is that is that what you're saying yeah well, I was saying, like, um, the way he used it is he actually was uh, – Wilhelm Reich, before he was brought to America, he was in Nazi Ger- Germany before it became Nazi Germany. Okay. There was a fascist movement in Germany that he was a part of. He was also an Austrian Jew, so uh, he had to book it out of there eventually. However, he was working at, with, a, like, a psychiatric care with um, Germany, helping the factory workers – uh, give them sexual, uh, like he would give them like uh, courses and let, let them know like, hey, here's how to have s- practice safe sex. And you can like actually still have some love in your life also while you're working in the factory and you don't have to worry about having a baby or you can do this, that, just education, sexual education. And all the factory workers would start to like actually have loving relationships with their significant others. And they'd realize, holy shit. I'm not going to sit in a factory my whole life and just die. I'm going to go have a family and live this fulfilling life for myself. And then the Germans all kicked him out and sent him to the U.S. and burned all of his books. And um, because they wanted efficient factory workers and he wasn't complying to that narrative. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Apparently he came over to the U.S. in 1939. Um, I, I don't know if this is true, man. I'm looking at like some of his books that he's got. There's a few books where there's only like a few copies out there. This Orgone Energy oh, Bulletin. Yeah. There's 12,189 copies supposedly out there. Yeah. Um, and it goes So on. he's Go yeah. he's the only person in ever in history to have his books bull- burned by both the Germans and the Nazis or the Germans and the U- United States. Oh, so after his death, right. sorry. <laughs> they're they're, so, still, they're still pretty evil over here too, our government. Yeah. 
So, so after Reich's death, um, in New York City, they burned like I think it's like nineteen tons worth of all of his material and books, and just burned them in incinerators down in Manhattan after his death. And so they tried to get rid of all of his research. They tried to just destroy everything. But there have been people, thank, thank God, that have pioneered this research. And there's a man uh, named James DeMeo who lives in Ashland, Oregon, who has been pioneering this research for a long time. And he's been picking up on all of Reich's work after his death. And he's been scientifically proving all the stuff that Reich had his theories on. And he has a really good research center that's been working for 50 years or something like that. Wow. So, yeah. It's interesting. Really cool. Yeah, it seems like you're in a hot spot for it. Like uh, a lot oh, of yeah. comes out of out of Oregon. I had no idea, too. It's it, I've been just learning about all this stuff in the last year and a half. There's actually another person. So Orgone accumulators and stuff, everything we talked about with Wilhelm Reich's material. Right. He never invented Organite. Organite wasn't a thing uh, with Wilhelm Reich. It took, there was another man after Wilhelm Reich's death who used the same type of concept of technology and put the organic and inorganic layers into the pyramids or into the resin pieces. And it worked just as well, if not better, because it incorporated the quartz crystals, which transmute the, the energies much at a much higher vibration. So it's, it's much better for the piece to have quartz incorporated as well. But uh, there's this couple called Don and Carol Croft who have since passed in the last five years or so. Um, and they invented the um, mixture of organite, and they did a, a lot of gifting uh, uh, over to a bunch of different places. They would go to different forest areas or urban areas. They cleaned up a lot of the smog in L.A. by putting a bunch of organite pucks and pieces all around the area. Mm. They've done a lot of different research and uh, actually kind of did um, – you could say they had uh, etheric battles with the New World Order for the last 10 years before they died. They actually – I actually was doing research on this right now. They they were poisoned multiple times by uh, different organizations during you know, their, like, what uh, organizations. Uh, yeah, I do. I don't. I I, I just learned this today. I I, I don't want. I I'm going to tight lip about it, but it's a three letter organization that starts with C. Okay. So yeah, it's there. There have been battles with. You can say, um, Doctor Wilhelm Reich actually, he founded a lot of the research that uh, he was working with this, the three-letter organization that starts with a C as well. Yeah. And um, he was researching um, how to awaken psychic abilities and stuff using the like um, a bunch of the psychoanalytic uh, research and also with the organ energies. So uh, and, and he, sorry, Isaac, j- just to be clear. Oh, you're good. So this mm-hmm. mysterious three-letter agency that starts with a C, they yeah. had recruited Reich to work for yeah. them? Okay. Yeah, so it was like, I think it was right after he got moved over to the U.S. So it was almost like a reverse Project Paperclip. Right. The not, it's almost like German brought it over the U.S. and then the CIA took it. So, um, Oh, you ruined it. Now people know who we're talking about. Oh, crap. Oh, the C-letter organization. Oh, no. So, <laughs> no, I know, man. It's, I'm just kidding. But oh, so, I'm no, sorry. We're fine. I just had to get that straight. But, yeah, continue with what you're saying. Okay. So Dr. Wilhelm Reich was working on this research that um, once he realized what the CIA was planning on doing to it, he tried to sabotage the research, destroy it, and he left. This research later became, drumroll please, the Montauk Project. Wow. And the Montauk Project, a lot of people will know, is the organization Black Budget Project that the very popular TV show Stranger Things was right. based off of. 
And if you do research into Organite, there's a lot of people saying, oh. Oh, man. He might have had a power outage before we started recording. Um, (laughs) If you're watching this right now, too, you just saw him go, oh, he was cooking. He was just starting to cook right there, too. Um, We'll see what happens here. Um, it's a shame that, I mean, right in the middle, if I, if my dumbass wouldn't have interrupted him, he might've gotten to the fucking part that he was trying to talk about. But, um, yeah, I, when I was looking at, at the, into this Wilhelm Reich dude, very interesting guy. Now I, I, you know, I didn't get to mention this while he was here. I'm just going to kind of blab for a little bit to see if he's able to pop back on with his, uh, phone or something perhaps, but you know, he's got 12,000 copies of this book, Orgone Energy Bulletin. Uh, International Journal of Sex Economy and Orgone Research, just under uh, 6,300 copies are out. Emotional Plague versus Orgone Biophysics, uh, just under 2,000 copies out. Annals of the Organ Institute, uh, 2,976 copies. And the Oriner Experiment, only 872 of these books are out there. Um, And potentially much less, I would think. I don't know. They don't really put the dates here. Um, but it's interesting just to see all these different books and the topics sound like things that, you know, we would be into here. So this one, ether, God and the devil cosmic super, uh, imposition. It it sounds like his last book was, uh, the sexual revolution before that, the murder of Christ, all these different, uh, really interesting topics. Isaac, sorry, dude. I don't know if you're back. I see your screen there. He's, uh, he's connecting to his audio. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny actually. So yeah, he's back. We're gonna we're gonna get to hear the end of this story as soon as he pops in. But yeah, I'm looking at this guy. He was born in what's now Ukraine, highly conspiratorial. I wonder if this guy was part of any societies of any kind, right? Um, usually the hello, so- hello, hello. Hey, I'm so got- sorry. No, My you're good, dude. Computer died. No, I know. I saw you when you're when it was cutting out, and the face that you made was priceless. But uh, no, you, <laughs> go ahead and pick up where you left off, man. I was just kind of talking okay. about some of the guy's books. Oh, no worries. Um, so we were talking about the Montauk Project. Okay, yes. so the Wilhelm Reich had the research. He probably was. It was a lot of his uh, sec, like probably like the sexual health and how it, uh, trauma affects the childhood and helps unlock certain psychic abilities. Orgone energy and organite also has been uh, known to, you can say um, by like uh, people just say it's um, that organite helps awaken psychic abilities and stuff like that as well. So you can have an organite pyramid and you can say it'll uh, help awaken your psychic abilities. That's they'll just say stuff like that. I I, I can't prove or deny it, but. Well, and it's interesting that you say that because this, this came, it's got popular where like when, I used to talk to this girl some years ago and she was really big into making like resin earrings and shit like that. And she put oh, metal yeah. into them, but I don't think that she realized what it was exactly, but she yeah. was very into like, you know, reading the moon and, and doing all this huh. shit that I, yeah. to be honest, I sounds think, kind of really intuitive actually. Yeah. Like, and, and to me, like, I think that stuff's kind of weird, you know what I mean? To each his own, but to me, it's yeah. a little new agey and all this stuff. It didn't seem like she knew what she was doing, but it was very yeah. popularized through, you know, mm-hmm. in the age of like Etsy and all these things where everyone wants to yeah. sell yeah. something. People have been just doing this without even really knowing what they're doing. Yeah. And on that note, people have to be careful. Um, They really have to be careful because the, this technology made properly is a really good thing, but 
You have to do it right. And a lot of people don't do it right. If you listen to my podcast or listen to this podcast right now, and if you just go onto Amazon and look up Organite, you're going to see a bunch of uh, pyramids that have a bunch of stones on the bottom of it and a tiny layer of brass or copper or something like that. But Organite has to have 50% copper, which means it's going to look like it's completely jam-packed full, or sorry, just any metal. Uh, It has to be just jam-packed full of metal the whole entire thing it'll just look like a brick of metal if it's made properly and so don't buy anything that looks super pretty that has a bunch of crystals all over it and you can't see any metal or steel or brass or any different types of stuff because that stuff will accumulate a bunch of the negative energy and it won't properly turn it into the positive energy so you're basically walking around with like a negative energy battery that's just shooting out negativity and everything in a metaphorical standpoint standpoint so there's a bunch of like power in this tech power in this technology and if you do it properly it's a really good thing but it's like it's just like uncle ben with great power comes great responsibility you have to know what you're doing you have to you have to do it right you have to have the positive intentions you have to not be selfish or have any different type of those kind of feelings but you also have to have your product be made right yeah and see that's interesting because anytime something takes like you know sweeps people's attention like in, in mm-hmm. such a big way because there's yeah. tons i mean there's resin tables which are really cool right i don't know if you've seen those like i follow I, my yeah my dad actually he had a business for, for my whole entire life making uh this probably one of the most high-end custom furniture that had resin river tables and everything and i worked for him for the last year that's before so cool. the business closed about a month and a half ago so that's how I got the inspiration for all this. Yeah, it's it was a really sad thing how things ended, but it's 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 all right. We're beyond it now. It manifested a business in my life that is I'm able to help a lot of people with. I basically was given all of the tools, knowledge, and information on how to make organite and resin. I made a resin infused coffee table. Like it's an organite infused coffee table. That's a river table, um, for a special friend of mine actually, Chris Bledsoe. Wow. Um, and yeah, so. Yeah. So it's, it's was, really cool. when he was doing this, your father was was he doing mm-hmm. it because he knew of the beneficial effects, or is he like someone like no, me? no, 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 no. So it's funny. So my my dad's business, uh, he has a business called Jewel Hardwoods because his uh, last name used to be Jewel. My his father passed away when he was two. Sad situation in the family, but in his business, he decided to say this is jewel hardwoods my name is now lazel used to be would have been jewel right so the business lived on i make things tables that have jewels inside of them i think it's kind of funny um but <laughs> um he he no thought of that for him he's he's purely a businessman he's gonna make things he makes he made beautiful things absolutely beautiful tables and he wow. we have a conference table that we made for the la lakers we have a bunch of stuff in Japan. We have stuff all over the world. In the San Francisco airport, there was a nine-foot round epoxy table that we made. That's in their, the airport right now. That wow um, is, is ours. It was one of our last pieces. So, which airport? The LA airport? Uh, San Francisco airport. San Francisco. Okay. Wow, yeah. man, that's interesting. So yeah, obviously it was like a kind of a you know seemed like it's destiny almost for you to do that. Yeah, for but- sure. That that's what I'm saying is like you know how you how you say that you can't just throw shit together basically to make any of these these things just look cool. There has to be an intention, and most people don't know this, man. Like I didn't know this, and you'd think that all these people on Etsy selling this stuff, they don't they obviously don't know that. So 
you know, stuff that this is cool. This is high level occult hermetic knowledge that I'm working with that 99.99% of the population has no idea even exists. Well, so most of the people how you learn yeah. this stuff too. We'll obviously do that here in a little bit because I want to get kind of more of the more of the background how you're trying to lay oh, totally. it. But dude, it's just it's it's interesting to me. It seems like anytime with QAnon, I don't know if you're f- very familiar with like the whole QAnon movement and all this. Oh, stuff. I was a, I was an info warrior in the early COVID days for a while. I, I'm, I'm I quite aware of all that stuff. Yeah, dude, everybody was. It, if you oh, yeah. weren't, you were like hardcore liberal. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, I mean, I, I ain't getting graphene oxide ejected into my body. That's what I'm saying, dude. And then yeah. like you're either, you're either an info warrior or you were lining up to get the freaking vaccine. Yeah. Exactly. But what's interesting is anytime these big movements come out, there's just such a focus to just Go for it. Just make these things, you know, in the case of the of the orgone, just yeah. make it. It's fun. It's it's positive energy. You know, it's it's new age. It's all this great stuff. But it sounds like it's so much deeper than that. We're going to get there, obviously. But yeah, uh, for sure. Do, do you think that most of the stuff out there and this isn't just to say that people have to buy your stuff only, but yeah. do you think that most of the stuff out there is doing more harm than good. I, I, I think a lot of it really is intentionally set up like everything that is mass pushed by any major corporation if you look up anything on google or anything on amazon that says organite i look through everything nothing's real there's not a single thing that's real and it i it could be theoretical but it's it for sure it's not real organite it's it's not going to do the same effects i theorize it it's pushing negative energy radiation into your home and it's causing bad things to happen i've i have my well, a couple of my pieces actually i've made uh, at the very beginning of my stage they they weren't real organite until i figured out it, it took a couple trial and error pieces to get the game down and everything but i there i can tell the difference between my early pieces that like they, it's not real organite compared to my pieces now that are like packed full of like monoatomic gold and like silver and like uh a, like full of metal and everything. It's it, there's a big difference. And so there's a couple people that make legitimate organite. There's a bunch of people I've learned from many people, but I like one of the websites I just went on had a huge list of people in the U.S. Every single li- uh, list I clicked on that had real organite, their websites were taken down. Every single website. It's like. Wow. It's it's insane. There's actually Don and uh, Carol Croft, who I said they they passed away in the last five years, but their website it's called EthericWarriors.com. I urge people to look this up. Actually, I'm gonna read what it says right now because it's really it right important. Etheric Warriors. So, oh, sorry, it's WorldWithoutParasites.com. World and, without parasites. Okay. And it says, in loving memory of Don and Carol Croft. First, I want to say thank you to Don and Carol Croft. They've passed on, but just I just want to thank them for all the information that they pushed and all in the in the fight that they had. But this is the message: it says the etheric war is over. As of December 2023, the remnants of the original Organite grid pioneered by the Crofts are being taken down. All devices have been bricked, or are being deactivated. Thank you to all the useful idiots who have participated in the social engineering experiment. Don Bradley, a- a.k.a. CBS work, Stu, and a bunch of other people. Uh, um, full disclosure will occur someday. The operators. And as of December of 2023, that's very recent. I, I just found this this week. I, I just learned about John and Carol Croft in depth this week. I, I learned about Wilhelm Reich a few months ago. I've had a bunch of 
connections with all this information, but like this is hardcore suppression that I've been finding that nobody knows about. Nobody knows about it. And and these people have they, they spent their whole entire lives pioneering and pushing for this for the liberation of the slavery that we've been put under. Like it's it's crazy if you like they they really wanted to help humanity. They really wanted to help people. And nobody listens nobody and and it just takes it really just takes the population it takes us as a people to look at this and point it out and say hey here's some information here's some technology that the powers that be are majorly suppressed and there's a reason for it and this could be it's not just this i have many things that are in my tool belt that i will tell people today that are gonna that are very beneficial and can help you help kind of deactivate deactivate the slavery mindset that is inside of your brain and everybody needs to realize that no matter what even if you consider yourself to be awake you're still under some sort of slavery in your mind there are thousands of games that the elites are playing to control you and you're probably falling for one of them and you're, you're just, just just always have a deep level of introspection and say hey I am probably wrong about something. I'm, I am wrong about something. I'm going to be wrong about something and always have that level of like, I always want to grow and learn more and realize the more you do know, the more you truly don't know. You really don't know what's beyond this. What is this? Oh, this unlocks a million other questions that I now have. So, Now, with this message here, I mean, it sounds like it's caring in loving memory of Don and Carol Croft, but it's signed out by the operators and that's what like cia assets call themselves so i i looked i actually asked i asked my bing chat gpt assistant who the operators were that were mentioned in this website right here and they said that the operators were a group of people that also were working with don and carol croft to help push this uh these different technologies that they were talking about and experiencing one thing i want to say is that don and carol made a bunch of claims that they technically I don't know if you could uh, the FDA would clear. I'm not a doctor. None of this te- organ organite technology. It's not gonna. F- I, I can't say it can physically heal you from anything. I'll work help work on physic uh, spiritual things that you can work through and help with. And I believe that if you work through spiritual problems, you'll have physical benefits as well. That's all I'm gonna sure. say. I'm not a doctor. I don't dispense med- medical advice. Before we go any further, but yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we probably should have led with that, right? I'll, yeah, I'll, I probably should have said that right away. But I'll say that at the beginning of the episode, too. But okay, yeah, I mean, it you. just seems like this is, you know, it, it seems on the surface, it seems like a genuine message. You know, thank you to all the useful idiots. That yeah. seems kind of strange to, to say. I know. That was the one thing that caught my eye. And I was like, it made me think, is there a, le- a deeper level to this game that we're right. playing that we don't know. And I, I, I think I have a bunch of things. I mentioned uh, Chris Bledsoe. I, I want to talk about him. I, have you ever heard of Chris Bledsoe before? It sounds familiar, man, but that Bledsoe last so, name sounds familiar, I think, more so. Yeah, so Christopher Bledsoe in 2007 had experiences with these angels and beings of light that appeared to him, and have, there are these orbs of light that have um, come to him. And since his original experience, he's had thousands and thousands and thousands of experiences with these orbs on a nightly basis that he's recorded and he's taken videos of. There have been a lot of messages that these beings, uh, I, I consider them angels. Uh, he, the, per, the, the main spirit, spirit angel that he communicates with is the Holy spirit. Um, like he, he has like, it's a relationship with, the angelic realm and the higher the higher dimensional realm but um they have a message that 
the beings are appearing and they're going to begin to appear to the public to start awakening people and realizing, hey, there's this higher level of truth in this, um, that is being pushed and is being suppressed by the powers that be. And if we lead with love and freedom and truth, love will win and we will gain back control of this game, of this um of the simulation, you could say call it's a simulation, yeah, whatever, whatever we like call it. it, whatever life is, whatever life is. And it's, there actually was a statement. I might butcher this, but the, the being angel, um, they, uh, she called herself the Holy spirit, or she also says that she was known by the name Hathor in Egyptian mythology. Um, but, um, I, I digress. Sorry. Um, said that when the star Sirius aligns with the gaze of the feet uh, of the Sphinx, we will enter a new knowledge. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a NASA scientist that did uh, research and f- try to figure out what that time is. And that uh, that date would occur in Easter of, I think, 2027. Okay. And so there's there. all of this information and knowledge that's been coming out in the last year. There's been a lot of, you can call it project blue beam alien disclosure. That's yeah. a lot of it's a load of bullshit and it's just uh psyops trying to distract from this higher spiritual truth and all of these realizing there's angels and beings of light all around you at all times. And you have to just be aware of it, acknowledge it that there you're we're looking to the farthest edges of the galaxy for life when you don't realize there's trillions of life forms all around you at all times that you just don't realize you're there yeah man you said so much right there um i gotta ask you like where do you stand on this you know miami alien thing do you think that's just the latest oh man bullshit like i do i mean the jellyfish i don't know anything that is actually given news coverage and is being pushed any anything that somebody can see on instagram on a reel that's being pushed to their phone is controlled opposition and i don't know what it is they're trying to do but i know for a fact that there's a lot of information that they're holding back on there every single cia er, not, not just CIA. every single government organization in the world has studied christopher bledsoe and these light beings and have been super super into them but nobody's publicly disclosed it it gets laughed at publicly and nobody talks about it right. but you want to throw those these jellyfish weird things on the internet and push them for everybody I don't know what that is. That could probably be a drone. You know how easy the Disney Corporation could build something like that oh, and yeah. put it inside of Disneyland? Super easy. Well, then we have so many technologies. Down. They can team up. I mean, the the trillions of dollars that could be used to just fuck with our heads. Yeah. It's, oh it's yeah. Out there. And you said something, Isaac, that I want to. Uh, I'm going to share this video. It ha- I'm going to not put any volume on there, but I want to read what's going on here because you you mentioned like these these. Let's say we're in the third or fourth dimension. I, I don't know exactly yeah. what the hell we're in. I don't. What are we in the fourth dimension? I I time. I I I think that we live. I I think that we're all we all exist in one giant soup bowl of life. And okay, if we choose to look at something, it's some layer. We can't. I I think that if you would go dimensions, if you want to look at it through that way. We exist in the third dimension, but we have the potential of experiencing the fourth dimension, which would be the okay. level of feeling. And okay. so the level of feeling is that level. It's almost that astral plane. That ether is kind of the fourth dimension. It's that emotional level of plane that you exist on, like your thoughts, your consciousness. That's the fourth dimension. So you do exist on the fourth dimension. Of course you do. Everybody does. All, all life ex- exists on the fourth dimension. But what you're seeing out of your eyes, you're, I'm looking at you right now on the camera. That's I'm looking at your third dimensional 
representation. But if it that looks makes 2D, sense. right? And then yeah, it, it looks two dimensional right now for sure. Okay, so then, so let's say just for the sake of this, uh, you know, thing that I'm about to show you, we're living in the third dimension. And if we're if we're talking about fourth dimensional beings or something, they would look third dimensional to us if we were able yeah, to see yeah. them. Now look yeah. at this, man. This is really really interesting. I think you're going to kind of find this cool if you haven't seen this already. But this is basically. I'm going to read this as well. This is a. Can you see this? I yeah, I haven't seen this. Well, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's basically you know a piece of paper that they created oh, wow. to run Whoa. through this light, and the thing moves right, but it looks yeah, 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 yeah. as it's moving. Clearly, it's a three dimensional object. So this yeah, yeah, yeah. is an interdimensional beings theory, and it, it goes like this. This is just on Instagram here, but it says uh, it, the interdimensional it's the wave. What's that? It's the wave. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild how the thing. I mean, it looks like the thing's walking. Yeah, but basically. So sorry, let me continue. Yeah. No, you go on. You go on. Oh, so uh, interdimensional beings theory demonstrates how a high dimension interacts with a lower dimension. So the higher dimension in this experiment is the little thing that the guy is moving through the light. That would the light would be the lower dimension. The laser is an uh, analogous to a two dimensional world. Right. That's what I'm basically saying in dumber terms. The plastic piece is a three dimensional object. The outline of the person illuminated by the yeah. laser is what the people in the 2D world would see as a 3D object moves through it. Basically, a 3D object passing through 2D would appear as a 2D object. Similarly, if a 4D object passed through our 3D world, we would see it as a 3D object. That to me is mind-blowing, man. My friend Tyson yeah. out of Canada sent this to me. Um, we do a news show here and, um, that's going to be something that I want to talk about there as well. But the page sharing this is the secret within CP. Uh, mm -hmm. hopefully that's not child porn CP. Oh, okay. <laughs> CP is the guy's name. So okay. yeah, I was like, maybe we're going to have to edit this out if this is. Yeah, hopefully not. But so the cool thing is that I was, I, I was looking at that and I was thinking you, you are the, uh, the wave you're that piece of paper right and but that piece of paper in our existence is a waveform that exists eternally in the now that we are always going through and that light that you see that flash of light is what people see around you in that present in the 3d reality so you're always that waveform that's passing through everything but if that waveform gets captured they'll see you as that three-dimensional object as you're talking about yeah so you wonder if there's you know because the the I forget what the jinn are part of, but they say that these are like fifth dimensional beings. Um, I think it might mm -hmm. be the Torah. I don't know exactly. I, I feel bad that I don't remember. But like, you know, interdimensional beings could be like what, what we call reptilians because we've been told to call these things that by the conspiracy yeah. kind of gatekeepers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows what these things are, man? But so, the liquid crystal thing and all these things kind of could fit into that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So everything, everything in the world or that everything around you is conscious to some certain level. Even that, um, like the cut that you're drinking, that water right there, that, that water is conscious. Yeah. That, that screw is conscious. And the people who there, I I've never been to fork before in my life, but there are people that have, and, um, been there's certain, uh, I, I've never bent like fork bending. So you can like, if you oh, bend sure. yeah, yeah. with your mind. So like, I've never done it personally, but there, there are people that have, and like the way you would th theoretically, do that is you connect with the consciousness of the fork and then you almost go to a different 
dimensional level. You almost exist in the fourth dimensional level, communicating with the other thing on another dimensional level. If you could say say with that, it's connecting to the consciousness. Everything around you is conscious. You're like that's why we're able to connect with each other so much because we're all emanating from this higher like. You could say we exist in a fourth dimensional state through at, through our minds, third dimensional through our bodies, but like our ninth dimensional state is the fact that we're all connected to the one. We're, we are all one conscious being that is God that is incarnating in this world, at least in my opinion. But everything is all the same light, all energy uh, on a certain plane, and we're all we're all connected on and that is what the orgone energy is theorizing is that everything is this orgone energy but um like god exists and and he like in this positive orgone energy that exists in all of us and you could say the negativity that negative that duality that we always battle with is that negative energy that also exists inside of us as well interesting so do you subject yourself and this might be a little personal or whatever but it's it you know i feel like it always kind of gives my listeners kind of a glimpse into the way that you think do you believe in like the the christianity uh religion or or i mean so where do you see yourself on that spectrum okay so i grew up um both of my grandparents were pastors of their, of their own churches i i learned how to um basically in the name of jesus christ uh perform miracles in, with other people through the church like i i went to like church meetings my whole entire life growing up where i saw people laying hands on other people praying for hours and hours at a time i saw crazy things happen because you you have this whole entire room that's in a belief of the power of jesus christ and all of this belief and energy is all coming through and if you're really attached to this holy spirit that you you spend so much time in there's people who are not as authentic with their beliefs and their faiths and sure. i growing up and i going through certain things i i don't necessarily agree with absolutely everything i was brought up with but i agree with a lot of it on especially on a much deeper level that people don't like to talk about it's like i think everybody's talking about the same shit i think everybody's on the same vibe and i i stepped out of this church i went to church every single sunday every single wednesday i was teaching my sunday schools for the for 10 years 15 years i was teaching kids in sunday school everything biblical i i, I spent probably half of or probably 20 percent of my life in that the mode and i learned so much i learned i learned so much and i started getting into conspiracies in my teenage years and i was realizing oh there's a lot of bullshit there's a lot of people who are corrupting and lying to us and there's almost this like negative force that is behind this and my church started to talk about the illuminati and the negative satanic occult forces and i was being brought up in the ministry side of it with like i was a i'd call myself a pkk i was a pastor's kid's kid on both sides and so i was just i was absorbing all of this spiritual knowledge and biblical knowledge and then i i applied my conspiracy side to it and then i started getting into free energy i started getting into a lot of spirit uh i i uh I'd call it enhanced my spiritual outlook on life. I started incorporating other things that previously my, I would say my, my family would consider to be not falling in line with the 66 books of the Bible. If it doesn't fall in line with the 66 books, it's heresy, it's witchcraft, demon possession. We don't touch it. Um, I, I believe personally, I, I I know for a fact that we, we all exist in this macrocosmic microcosmic representation plane. We're all fractals of each other. We're all, we, we all exist in a fractalized universe 
I you your body is the same uh, geometric mathematical proportions as the cell in your body, every cell in your body, and your body is the same mathematical proportions as the the whole world is on a mathematical level, and the whole universe, everything is a fractalized version mathematically of each other because it's God's infinite design, His unique design, His intelligent design that He sewed into all of us, especially our life, our bodies. You have like the Fibonacci sequence and the right. the flower of life that appears and absolutely everything it is a divine spiritual creation that is this whole entire world that we live in but we look at it from this scientific materialistic standpoint and we have separate separation of church and state but we also have separation of spirituality and science and we don't connect spirit we don't connect god to our scientific view on life and it separates us from that source of science there's a reason why chemistry came from alchemy which is was the pursuit of spiritual wisdom and the knowledge that came from that was also physical knowledge about our reality when you tapped into certain levels of yourself and realized that you are connected to everything in the universe yeah well said man i mean the the for me the catholic church you know i i i lean towards christianity right i i don't call myself a christian but i i see it that way i end my prayers in jesus name and all that stuff but I feel like the Catholic Church has done a lot to divide people, and I think one of the things that they've done is create and kind of shape science. Obviously, they didn't create the science and the scientific rules, yeah. but you know the Big Bang theory, and you see like you're either you're either religious or you're science based, right? And yeah, like you're saying, why can't we be both? Um, that's a that's a really really good thought to I think throw out there, and more people can lean into that, but. You said uh, one of many things that you said that jumped out. Um, your your family wouldn't see like the the things that you're into, the alchemy and stuff like this, as being Christian. I would agree with that, but why is that? Like, I don't agree that they are that that you're doing some demonic shit. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. wh- why is that narrative out there that if you're messing with crystals, if you're messing with resin, if you're doing these things that are that are changing god's will right but we know it's not god's will god's not making all of the the weather on this planet anymore right people are engineering that and changing that so is that did these people in the catholic church have the foresight to say that alchemy is of the devil and all this stuff is of the devil well because they i mean the the technology was moving in that direction well so the vatican is the organization that has been suppressing all this technology as they've also been aware of it and using it themselves they, they've had like hermetic documents sealed and locked away in their vaults for the last thousands of years until they recently were released. And they like, like they, you can say the Vatican's kind of an offshoot of the Roman Empire and the Roman Empire is kind of an offshoot of like, you go back to like Babylonian Empire and the Babylonian Empire is just a rip off of like the dark secret occult priestly class that's been ruling over the planet for however long it's been happening and realizing that it's, it's, there is a, like I, honestly the whole population is kind of like the positive like loving everybody's trying to like get along like if you look day-to-day life like ideally you're trying to just get through things kind of ha- have someone who loves you and be able to um pour your attention into things that make you happy and but then we put a bunch of stuff on top of it and we realized that um like the vatican has been stirring a bunch of lies and deceit inside of the um 
like like you can go back to like Constantine and the Holy Roman Emperor and um back when he did a bunch of manipulation of like within the Council of Nicaea I know I'm going to get a lot of people upset talking about this stuff but there was a lot of manipulation and there's a lot a reason why there are so many different denominations that believe different things about Christianity because it's mm-hmm. been warped and twisted by different groups and people who think that they have the power of God because they hold this seat and have this throne and scepter or whatever and it's just, it's all, a lot of it is just a big Ponzi scheme to get people to stay doing the daily routine and not breaking out of, breaking out of the lie. And um, that's the only issue I have with the Vatican because they're, they're aware of this knowledge. They're, they're, they are suppressing knowledge from the human population that they know could help break us out of this hellhole. And they're putting in, in, in that, they are putting us in that hellhole and keeping us there. And so I don't appreciate that as a person, as a person who has this knowledge. I'm trying to share it with the whole entire universe. I'm trying to say, hey, we there are so many things we can do. Let's start doing it together. And there are so many people with billions of dollars who are aware of these things and a bunch of other things I've got no idea about that could either destroy our civilization or totally heal our civilization. And every single person that's got the power to say, hey, let's push back on this and doesn't do it. I think is just as pathetic as the person anybody else. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'd say, I see that we start getting into some of that information that you, that you feel comfortable sharing here. Oh, I mean, totally. Obviously, you know, the alchemy thing I think is very interesting. I know that we wanted to touch on the pyramids and whatnot too. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's all in the same. Okay. Um, I'll start getting into it. Uh, if, if that's all right. Absolutely. So um, start out with, I like to say, um, you have the ancient pyramid builders and hermeticists who are coming from uh, ancient uh, priestly lines who are talk uh, like you. You have like the you have the light and you have the dark. You have sure. you have the right hand path, the left hand path, and those who are focusing on uh, glorifying themselves or people who are focusing on enlightening themselves, uh, allowing themselves to. You could say ascend, but all it's all about enlightening the soul. And in that, it's just clearing traumas within yourself. All it is on a spiritual, emotional level, the deepest levels of alchemy are just the best ways to make your body as light as a feather. It's to ascend. You know, you're trying to let go of the baggage that's holding you down in life. I mean, people will say, like, you're holding on to so much shit, like, that you've, even from your childhood years, mostly from your childhood years, actually, that you you don't deal with, you don't actually express. And that's the whole entire thing of Organite is I'm trying to get people to say, hey, Here's all of this energetic blockages that are prohibiting you from being the best that you can be. And this is a time, if you look into this, it's all, it's all there. I can point you to the right article or the right thingy that explains that the Egyptians were saying, or whoever they were, the ancient land of Chem or the, the whole worldwide connected trade system that was our ancient past. Um, they were all focused on spiritual knowledge and uplifting everybody and helping people, um, learn to love others because that's kind of what this whole entire universe this whole world is trying to get us to learn to do is we're trying to learn to love ourselves again and love others as well and so that is the most important thing behind alchemy and most important thing behind christianity is the most important thing behind all religions really is that love and that's what connects everything and christ says the most important thing you can do love god and love your neighbor and then you love your neighbor as yourself. And those are the most important commandments. Anybody who also lies in that love, I don't care if you have a different ethnic or cultural way that you got to learn the same thing. They're all the same archetypal representations of different positive and negative energies. When you look 
you could say like astrotheologically, everything's connected. Every religion's connected. Every the the Greek, the Egyptian, the Roman, the um Christianity, like they're all like they're not all the same exact thing, but they're all talking, trying to teach you the same lessons. The the Bible is so important and so amazing to read because it teaches you so many lessons about how to live your life and how to let go of things and forgive others and how to learn how to live from and think from a more enlightened perspective, a more positive perspective. Sure. And that's what alchemy tries to teach, but that's also what the Bible tries to teach. That's what I would say. That's how hermeticism, that's how alchemy and Christianity are connected because they're trying to teach the positive values and let people know that this... Um, materialistic selfish way of thinking about things is not the only way to do it every single one of us has gone through stages in our life where we have been selfish and we have been dumb motherfuckers and we have hurt people around us and it's all because maybe we've been hurt ourselves or we haven't had the right mindset or way we haven't been taught it before but you can't hold on to that you have to allow yourself to forgive yourself and you also have to forgive others who've hurt you because mm. if you don't start that level of forgiveness and honestly my whole business of organite if if the whole organite technology does nothing and it's all just a ponzi scheme that wilhelm reich made i i don't believe that at all but if my whole entire message is just to teach you like hey let's let's practice forgiveness let's practice loving others that's the whole entire point of all of this if we live on a day-to-day -day basis, wake up in the morning. If you wake up in the morning and look at your organite pyramid and say, okay, I'm going to learn to love others. I'm going to try and be a better person than I was yesterday and do that every single day. That's how we break out of this hellhole. Well, and and he, we all do the like, personal work. Like, dude, like, obviously, you know, you and I, we just met formally, like, doing this call and stuff. Yeah. I don't know much about your particular company, but just the fact that you would even bring up Ponzi scheme, it makes me believe what you're doing is real because uh, someone running a fucking Ponzi scheme isn't going <laughs> to bring that word up, right? And and not only that, but there is something to be said about a placebo idea, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not at all saying that what you're doing is just a placebo effect because, dude, I, I came in here telling And I, I'm not saying the drug companies are doing placebo effect either, but... Sorry, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, the it, it's hard to say that with like the opioids, right? But a lot some, of, there's there's some bad stuff. There's yeah, some, there's some, some there's stuff. some stuff that we can you know we have black and white data on, but yeah, with your with where you're coming from and the, with the way that you're doing things, um, I know nothing about this stuff, man. I know as much about this as I do about opiates and and the the chemistry behind that, but yeah, it yeah. seems like there is a net positive when it's done right. And people are, you know, if they wake up and they look at their pyramid, as you say, and they say, well, shit, you know, maybe maybe I, I should forgive this asshole at work or uh, I shouldn't fight with my wife or girlfriend or husband or boyfriend, whatever the hell you got. Just go out there. If it, if it encourages you to be positive while also maybe, you know, sucking out some of that negative energy and, yeah, exactly. um, you know, feeding some of that positive energy back. I say that's a win win, man, even if it is a placebo effect. And I'm not at all saying it is. Again, I just don't know. Now, I want to bring this list up real quick uh, because you, you mentioned some of these family or not families, but you mentioned some of these ancient bloodlines. Oh, I, I listened to your podcast on this. Dude, what do you think about it? Because a, a really good, I mean, just a great listener, uh, and, and I consider him a friend, even though I've never gotten to meet the guy. You know, yeah. these are interesting bloodlines because these are Italian and Spanish. Uh, Borgia is the is the main Spanish one here. But it seems like what these guys are doing 
is kind of gatekeeping this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that you're talking about. If I'm not oh, mistaken, yeah. now I'm just a dummy, dude. I have no like I'm not an expert in anything, but this is like my wheelhouse, like these secret society bloodlines and shit like this. Mm-hmm. I love this stuff, and I'll never call myself an expert on anything. But if there was something, it is trying to connect dots between secret societies and individual people and things like that. I yeah. gotta ask if Wilhelm was part of some kind of society because I just learned about him today. Do you know if he dabbled in any of this stuff? Obviously so, alchemy, but all, all of my knowledge, I he's he has thoughts like one of his books is called Ether God and Devil. He was very streamlined, I will say, in his research. He he focused on specific things. He didn't get very woo-woo. I think that's what a lot of people didn't like is that he didn't talk about the spirituality of it as much as he talked about the science of it. He went so when Wilhelm Reich was um brought he was he was uh taken to court by the FDA and the way he was planning on getting out of it is he wrote a gigantic spiel uh, not spiel that's not the right word but he he went a, bu- a bunch of different stuff he was trying to go to that courtroom and prove that orgone energy did exist to get him out of the court case so he tried to make like a bulletproof plan like hey here's all of the uh, information i have here's all the stuff that i've done and they charged him with contempt of court and threw him and threw him into prison and he died less than a year later in prison and um he was just like he like he went to court. He wasn't going to say, he wasn't going to apologize. He wasn't going to take a plea bargain. He went there on a gamble saying, I'm going to prove to all of these people that orgone energy is real and you cannot defeat it. But our, our system, our whole entire bureaucracy, it's all so fucked up. It's all corrupted. You can't get anywhere real with any of it. I mean, he, he, he tried and I applaud the man. I, I also want to give Wilhelm Reich deep respects. I, I, I want to thank him for all the work he did in the research and the pioneering he did for me and for all of us, all of us to learn this stuff that maybe your parents or grandparents weren't ready for. But sure. and we, man, yeah. it, it makes me, you know, anytime somebody is is kind of, you know, slandered in the in the mainstream narrative it makes me want to look into what they're doing. And it's such yeah. a shame because even like the characters that we agree are horrible people in history, bad, bad people, like the worst people, you wonder why our horrible, corrupt government over here hated them so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It always makes me wonder uh, just what they're really about. Um, mm-hmm. That's something else to show you, man, since we're, we haven't really gotten well, into the alchemy too much. Yeah. On that note, while you're finding that, I want to mention – um, the United States, like the Declaration of Independence, was written by Rosicrucian uh, elites, and like there, a lot of them were Freemasons too. But there was a lot of like, I don't know if it was as corrupted of an organization as it is now. But like, I there like all of the um people who like wrote the Declaration of Independence and like signed and did those signings, they were all high level occultists and light Freemasons yeah. trying to pave the way for this country to it, there's a, some people who had negative intentions but there's a lot of people who were trying to set a place for someone like me who has this spiritual view and this knowledge to be able to have this freedom of speech and put forward these ideas these are like honestly i've had a hard time with so there's like the there's the dark occult and then there's the light occult but the thing is is there's this guy named mark passio you should look into him if you haven't heard of him he's wow. amazing he used to be a he was uh 
he was uh, invited to become like a, a Satanist and he went to like the lowest level meeting for a little bit. And then he was invited to the upper tier meeting. He realized that there was a bunch of elites that were Satanists that were ruling everything. And he learned a lot of bad stuff about it, but he got out of the organization and started speaking against it. And he said that you have all these negative dark occultists that are trying to run the whole world and trying to keep us in slavery, but you have all the light occultists who have all this knowledge and information, but every single person who is a light occultist, Occultist is technically considered a deoccultist because the word occult means hidden and knowledge. And if you're a light occultist, you want to share all this knowledge to the whole world. You want to share this knowledge to everybody to try and get us out of this. And that's the difference is if you have that love and compassion to your brother and your brother's every single person on this planet, like you, your neighbor is every single person who's got your same genetics. And guess what? That's everybody. We're, we're all connected. Um, even the animals and everything, everything's connected. We we just have to be more loving to creation. We have to be more loving to life. So, sorry. No, man, it makes sense. Sorry, I got someone coming in here and, and talking. Oh, you're good. But yeah, dude, it's, uh, I agree with everything you said. You know, I'm still going to be somebody that eats meat. You know, that's that's what I, I, I absolutely enjoy my protein. Oh, me too. Uh, me too. But I think that there could be something said about like how we treat these animals in, in captivity. Oh, for sure. Right? Like it's horrible. But dude, I wanted to show you this, man. So- and forgive me for some, I've got a bunch of goofy things saved. People. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Um, this is something, and I wanted, I wanted to ask you if you think that this makes sense, if this could possibly re- be real. Someone making mm-hmm. a solar panel out of CDs and copper, mm-hmm. and it looks like resin as well. It's a two-part video. Uh, Interesting. I, I won't play the volume. We can just kind of see what's going on here. Yeah, uh, yeah. A bunch of holes and a bunch of CDs and then wrapping copper mm-hmm. wire. Um, just around every side of it, tying it in. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of see what's going on here. And then. Yeah, try- I'm not too sure. Uh, I, I wish I knew. I, 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 I was born in 03. So CDs were something of my really young years. Right. Uh, I forget what CDs are made of. I, that really, that would help determine what was going on with this. Because that's the thing. Like they're able to, to download so much data onto like at the time that was really cutting edge technology yeah yeah you know so they're what they're doing they're getting a positive and uh you know negative wire going in to connect all these things together pouring resin over them and then um this is technically orgone by the way sorry i don't mean to cut you off that is orgone okay I mean, you with the copper and resin, it, it's not technically a proper amount of fifty-fifty, but it's it would have an orgone effect, yeah. Okay, so then we've got the the part one, and then here's part two of the same thing, and um, yeah, I mean, it'll turn on this drill. I like I said, I don't have the volume. Oh going. wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so I just wonder, and yeah, I guess that that you know, right after this, we'll look up and see what CDs are actually made out of. But I'm assuming these are yeah. just blank CDs. Yeah, um, sure. but the amount of information that they can download and hold is, is, is quite extensive, I would say, but you can see here, it's turning on lights and, and whatnot, That's but crazy. Yeah, man. I just wonder how, how legit that is. I figured I'd show that to you since it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. I, I, that's really cool. Um, well, let's I, see. I have no idea. Yeah. What, what are CDs made of? What are CD <laughs> ROMs made of? Let's see. Can you see my uh, screen here? Yeah. Clear polycarbonate plastic. CD-ROMs are made of clear polycarbonate plastic coated with a reflective material and a protective coat of clear. So it's basically just more epoxy because epoxy is basically just plastic. 
Okay. So, okay. So on a level, you, I, I really am interested in what energy this really is being powered by because it kind of does feel like an Oregon device. It really does. It really looks like an Oregon device with, especially if you were to wrap the copper in the right way. I have a, a device that I can put into people's pyramids. Anybody, if, if they're listening and want to spend a ridiculous amount of money, I have something called a rodent coil that I put inside of a pyramid. This is a, a pyramid that I made for myself. It's got a rodent coil inside of it, and um, it's got a bunch of other really cool stuff jammed in there. But this coil is a, it's wrapped in the specific way that uh, reflects the um, three six nine hypothesis and trinary okay. uh, trinary code. So thing, it's huh? like yeah, the Tesla thing. So it's um. Tesla had all of his free energy devices and he worked a lot with like copper and with mathematics and wrapping things the right way. This rodent coil, it theoretically is able to emanate free energy. The, the guy who developed this, his name was Marco Rodin and he was super suppressed. I can't find a thing about him after like he released his product. But um, people, now, at the end there, you can literally hear Isaac spelling out Marco Roden for me. I'm a little slower than most. It's okay. I try hard. I try my very best. If you want to support the show and hear all these full episodes, including this one, patreon.com slash dangerousworldpodcast, and check out The Organite.